This is Mythic Deviant with C. Gabriel, Orpheus, do not look back. Orpheus's parentage is in debate. In any event, Apollo, who may or may not be his father, it happened then and it happens now, gave him a lyre. The muse of epic poetry, Galliope, who may or may not be his mother, I can't really explain that one at all, taught him to write songs. In addition to his potential parentage, he's also in good graces with Hecate, the goddess of lots of stuff, including magic, and Demeter, the goddess of growing things. As a young man, Orpheus goes on a road trip with Jason as one of the Argonauts, and his ability to play music louder and more enchanting than the sirens is what saves them from destruction. But eventually Orpheus wants to settle down. He falls madly in love with a young woman named Eurydice. They plan a lovely wedding, at the end of which she is stalked by a rape-intending, as so many are, satyr. As she runs to get away, she falls into a nest of vipers and is fatally bitten. Orpheus discovers her body and is horrified. He plays and sings songs that are so sad that all of life weeps. He decides to travel to the underworld, and there he moves the hearts and minds of Persephones and Hades, who will allow him to lead Eurydice back to life. But, of course, there is one condition. He must walk out ahead of her and cannot look back until they've returned to the upper world. He does walk out ahead of her, and just at the entrance to the upper world he hears the call of his own demons, fear and self-doubt. He turns around to make sure she's with him, and with that she sinks back into the underworld lost forever. Orpheus then wanders the world, playing sad tunes and limiting his engagement in romantic pursuits to young men. This eventually angers a group of young women who tear him to shreds and send his head and lyre still playing and singing songs of loss floating down the river. Neil Gaiman in his poem Orphe says, But I'd look back, wouldn't I? We all would. The ones who can't look back, who can only stare into the sunrise ahead of them, stare into the glorious future, those people don't get to visit hell. And I love the don't get to visit hell, because to me, that is exactly the case. Hell is the place of second chances, the place we go when we've lost too much, and we can't go on without some time to face our demons alone, in the dark. Time to learn their voices so that we know not to listen when they call. Only those of us who are willing to turn around once, to look at ourselves, get to go to hell. And only those of us who make peace with our monsters, who can walk back into the sunlight again without turning around a second time, get to leave. Those of us who don't look back at all, who can stare fixedly into the sunrise without looking at ourselves, are blinded by the illusion of light without shadow, and will spend the rest of our days eternally pursued by the monsters we can or will never have the opportunity to face, to defeat. Orpheus did not make it back out. His body did, but his soul remained forever condemned to the underworld by his ego, which never made peace with his loss. Rather than defeating his monsters, he brought them back with him. He did make it to hell, but he was so focused on his music, his light, that he forgot to make peace with his dark. What are you willing to go back for? Which of your own monsters do you need to defeat so that they no longer have the power to call you back to hell? And how will you know when you're ready to walk out without looking back a second time?